there, wildling. Welcome to the Tea and Tombstones podcast. Here, we discuss topics in relation to the wild spirit, and we are rewriting the themes of wellness to include the spectrum of hallowed ground we claim within ourselves and the haunted ground we conquer with reverence and honor. My name is Ashley, the creator and wolf child of Tea and Tombstones. With tarot cards in my hands and a howl in my throat, I welcome you here. you are at today. I hope you are well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode from the Tea and Tombstones podcast. As we end the month of March and as we close out the energies of the monthly cards, the Ten of Pentacles, the Elephant, and as we move through the final days of the affirmation, I trust myself, I trust the universe, I want to take this episode to talk about what it means to trust the universe in the form of action as a verb, trust as a verb, as an actual state of being, as a ritual, as a practice. This is something that is not easy a lot of the time. It's it's not. I did a poll recently on Instagram and one of the people who participated in the poll actually spoke to this. And that got me thinking that in relation into the cards and into the affirmation that when we talk about trusting the universe, it's not enough always just to say it, that there is a level of practice or action or ritual or connection or check-in that we need to do in order to feel into this energy in a way that doesn't feel vague or outside of us that feels that we are a part of it. So that's what I want to talk about today and I hope that as we end the month that we take these energies and continue to move through them in ways that work for us. The monthly cards, the affirmations are never starts and stops. There's always a continuation and the layering. So I hope with this episode that you can take this and come back to it again and again in your own manifestations and in your own workings with spellcraft and magic and in the daily physical, often tedious tasks of physical life. I hope that this is something that aids and guides and supports you in that process. So grab your tea or whatever you're sipping on. I'm still drinking coffee because it's cold and it's kind of early. It's almost eight right now. So yeah, grab your grab your beverage and let's start talking about what it means to really trust the universe. I think the most important thing when it comes to trusting the universe and what I want to say first is that trusting the universe is to trust yourself. Full stop. Trusting yourself is where it starts and where it continues, where the layering, the continuation, where the evolution comes in, where the manifestations and the releases and that entire spectrum resides is within each one of us. The reason for that is this. It is not enough to say, I trust the universe, and then just wait and expect the universe to give you all of the blessings or to return all of the manifestations that you want exactly as you want in a neat little bow. If that was the way life worked, everything would be beautiful and sunshine, and obviously that's not reality. Not only is that not reality, I don't find that in any way empowering to just 
call on the universe, say, please give me this, and then sit back and have no part in the process. I don't think that comes from an empowered place within us. I think that comes from a place of expectant or assuming and dare I say it maybe even a little bit selfish that we just expect this to happen to us without doing any of the energetic physical or spiritual workings to get there however I also know that when we talk about trusting the universe that can feel vague that can feel hard to find a grounded space to to sit with it and to work with it i fully understand this because i've been there i've been in tarot readings for myself in spell in spell crafting and in my magical rituals and there's this part of me deep inside that's just like begging to be seen and begging to be part of the process, but I don't know how to get myself to that space of collaborating with the universe. And I don't know how to bring the energies of what is around me and the energies of the universe closer in so that I can really feel supported. So I fully understand that. When I talk about anything on tea and tombstones i want it to come from a place of empowerment i want it to come from a place of both physical and spiritual magic so i am going to share some of the tips that i have for really using and trusting the process and trusting the universe again as an as an action as a verb as a physical or spiritual connective layering that creates movement and that creates support and that creates the space for your magic to bloom more beautifully and i talk about trust as an action as a verb instead of a concept is because i believe that when we approach it as an actual physical momentum that we are tapping into that feels much easier to be grounded in instead of this conceptual idea that doesn't really create a seat for us to sit at this table and really have this dialogue with ourselves, with the universe in a way that creates next steps, in a way that creates that empowerment, and also in a way that creates clarity for going through and out of the spectrum of possibility in these workings. So the first step in trusting yourself is to show up and be present. We need this to trust ourselves and then to use that opening of our showing up and of our presence to open that liminal cosmic threshold that allows our intuition to come forward. It allows our subconscious to speak to us and to receive even more of the energies that are around us. This doesn't have to be something big or elaborate. It can be as simple as taking your dog for a walk, your morning cup of coffee. My one consistent way that I show up for myself and am present is through my glamour magic ritual, my morning ritual of putting on my makeup. Now, I don't do this every morning, obviously. I'm sitting here without makeup now. But when I do step into this ritual and I do engage in this showing up and this being present, it allows me to really deepen into myself and to use the physical acts of putting on my makeup, listening to a podcast or to music, 
that's what allows me to deepen into myself and into my day and to whatever's going to come in and trusting that I am putting myself in a space that I feel comfortable, that I feel supported, and that I feel capable. I feel strong and empowered when I do that. And again, it doesn't have to be this. It could be a physical spell. It could be meditation. It could be exercise. It could be sex. It could be so many things. I mean, any act any activity that allows you to show up for yourself and to deepen into yourself in the present moment is the first step in that trusting in yourself and then that transcends into that trust in the universe. Because when we show up and we're present, like I said, we're opening this threshold up. We're opening this liminal gateway that allows the physical and the spiritual to come in together in a way that is organic in a way that is nourishing and just feels really good. I also wanted to say, because sometimes this may not feel good, showing up and being present, it's that first hurdle we have to get to in deepening that trust in ourselves and therefore in the universe. And oftentimes it can feel hard or there can be resistance because when we're opening this liminal space and we're allowing the subconscious to have more say and the our intuition is coming in more organically we can have this level of resistance because we're opening ourselves up more and this is why it's not something that we can be doing all the time and so if you if you ever feel in any way resistant to this first of all know that you are not alone I've feel this. um, I do feel this at times too. And part of that is because there's something within that I am kind of suppressing. I'm not allowing to come to the surface. So if something is coming in and it's feeling uncomfortable, it's feeling dark, it's feeling heavy, it's feeling hard. First thing I would say is just honor that even if it feels hard and know that you can come out of it if you if it feels like it's too much you can step out you can step away and also know that by working through it and by continuing to show up and be present it's going to feel easier it's going to feel more accepting and it's going to feel more spiritual and human that's part of that spectrum is that as we open this threshold up we're bringing all of ourselves into that threshold. And so sometimes there's going to be tears, there's going to be emotions, there's going to be, um, you know, thoughts and truths that are hard. And like I said, it can always, it can always be something that you pause and come back to. And also it will get easier over time. The other thing I would like to say is that by working through those things, that is what part of the process of deepening that trust is about. In some ways, we can't get away from it. We can pause it and come back when we're more able to sit in that space, but it's important that we go through the process of that messiness as well. So for instance, when I first started reading tarot, many of my very first readings, my learning of the cards and just kind of pulling cards over, there were a lot of tears. There was a lot of hard stuff that I kind of had to move through. And that was because I was, I had turned to the tarot after just a very kind of dark time in my life, a very shadow time in my life. And I couldn't get to the other side of the tarot and learn to 
love it and honor it the way I did had I just backed out full stop from sitting in that messiness and working through those tears and journaling things, ripping them up and coming back the next day to, you know, pull my daily card again. So it is something that should feel good, but it's not always going to feel good to show up and be present. And if there's resistance, again, pause if you need to, do what you need to to tend yourself, to work through that, call in your guides, your support system, but also know that this is something that is part of that. We're not ever going to fully escape that. And by learning to work through it, we're opening ourselves up to being able to do this again and again, no matter where on the spectrum we're at in that moment. This is also part of that empowerment that I mentioned earlier. We can't expect the universe just to hand us stuff or to bring our abundance and our manifestations back to us in a way that serves if we're not even willing to show up and be part of that process. And showing up and being present is a way to ground the self into this more conceptual act again if we're talking about actions, the showing up and being present, even if it's just in the mind and in the heart and in the body, that is a physical action you can take to connecting to the universe, connecting to bigger pictures and to these conceptual energies that you're calling in by showing up and being present. Not only are you making a very declarative statement saying, I am here, I'm ready to talk, I'm ready to listen, I'm ready to be a part of this. I'm ready to collaborate. Not only is that a very physical action and a way to ground into that, but through what I mentioned of creating this space again and again, it forms a routine. It forms a, it, it's its own ritual, if you will, that allows that trust to be opened with more ease, with more grace. And it also shows that we're serious. If we keep doing this, it shows that we're serious. And then we back out, we go back into our daily lives, we go back into the things that we're doing. And then when we're ready, we come back in. The beautiful thing about this too, is that it doesn't have to be one way. There are those certain ways that are really helpful that really ground us. Like my morning ritual of putting on makeup is one that I turn to most days because it's just my way of really kind of deepening into myself. It's almost, I want to say, it's even better when we can find ways to layer it. So if it's the morning walk with your dog and then it's sitting down for meditation later, if it's a morning ritual and then a nightly ritual, if there's this layered approach with it that also helps that action feel more sustainable instead of having to do it all the time. The next step then is trusting ourselves to do the work in both physical and spiritual means. This is using our words, our actions, our choices, and our behaviors to create what we can or to take ownership over all that we can within this space of what we're trying to manifest and call back in. So if this is working to get more money, it's doing things in both physical and spiritual means to make sure that abundance is a priority. If this is a relationship that you're trying to call in or you're trying to strengthen, it's using 
words, actions, choices, and behaviors to take ownership over what space you hold in that relationship. So it's all about coming from the seat of self and that place of sovereignty and taking ownership and using all that you can and taking control over all that you can to create as much of that space as you can to ground it, to solidify it. But also, again, to know that when you send it out into the universe, that you've done what you can. This is one of the most important things, I think, is making sure that when it goes out to the universe and when you send it out and you're asking for it to come back to you, that you trust in yourself that you've done what you can. So for instance, for me, again, I can only speak for myself, but one of the ways that I have been working to bring more abundance in and to remain consistent in that is to really kind of get organized in my life in both physical and spiritual means, organizing time for my spiritual rituals and my spell crafting has been something that I've been working on but it's also the physical words and actions of organizing my life using a planner doing bullet lists making sure that when I sit down to do this podcast that I have an outline of what I want to talk about so that when it goes to you dear listener that I have put in everything I know I want to put in and that it is a full narrative and it's one that's meaningful this is also in doing the work about being mindful of energetic investments this is very very important. It's important to be mindful of where we are placing energy and where we're receiving energy. And if we're doing something that isn't feeling the best or isn't serving us in the moment, it's going to make this deepening of trust in the self and then giving that trust to the universe and trusting that the universe will take everything that we've given and give it back to us in a way that serves us again. It's kind of an uphill battle. So for instance, if it's not getting enough sleep, even if it's not um, making sure that you're getting good nourishing food in you, if it's spending too much time on a screen or not allowing yourself the time to check out on a screen. Again, there's there's no right or wrong here. It's individual to each of us. But being mindful of those energetic investments is very important because what we place our energy in is part of that deepening or part of the blockage that we're putting there in deepening that trust in the self. So we could use boundaries, we could use no or yes, Things like this are going to be so important in that deepening of the trust we have in ourselves. because if we don't trust ourselves to take the time we need and invest energetically into ourselves, then we can't really ask the universe to do that for us. That is something we must do for ourselves and, and be mindful in that. Another one, another way, this one is so important, is to back in lines of being mindful of energetic investments, but physically creating and finding spaces of joy and blessings in the here and now. That is so, so important. Also using gratitude is so important, but seeking out the places that 
fill you with joy, that bring you blessings, that make you feel so good in your daily life when you're not thinking about what you're manifesting, when you're not thinking about what you're trying to call in. Those spaces of joy and blessings and gratitudes are going to be paramount because it's what allows you to be more wholehearted when you come to these spaces. And if you're coming and you're approaching something that's really hard and you have that to fall back on, it makes it feel like it's not as hard then. For me, one of the things has been self-doubt. It's been self-doubt a lot in just trusting that what I'm putting out is not a waste of time, that what I'm putting out is of worth, and trusting myself that what I'm putting out will come back to me in the ways that I'm asking. And by tapping into those spaces of joy and blessings that I have in the here and now and in my daily life, really help support me when I deepen into myself and that self-doubt is there. Using rituals and self-care to align you back to yourself. Again, this is also kind of in line with the being mindful of energetic investments. That's maybe I should say more of an umbrella thing. But using rituals and self-care, again, sleep, good food, time to check out, check in, whatever it is, Using those rituals and self-care that are meaningful and helpful and supportive for you will help you align back to yourself almost without even thinking about it. Even just by doing very simple things that align you back into yourself in a more sustainable and more supportive way, that's going to be very important in creating that grounded space when you come into this deepening of trust in yourself. I think alone time is very important too. I put alone time down in my notes because If we're not able to have alone time and if we're not able to feel comfortable in alone time, then that almost kind of goes back to uh, showing up and being present. This isn't saying that we can't use things like our support system, our friends, family, loved ones, covens, co-workers. That's not saying that. But we also need to carve a time out, I think at least, where it's just us and the liminal cosmic energies where it's this intimate space just like any relationship that we have having that intimate moment where there's no distractions there's not other people even you know the the dog or the cats or the pets or the kids are away creating that alone time is part of that sovereignty that it is our sovereign selves in dialogue in connection and moving into alignment with these liminal interstitial energies so alone time is something that i think is going to be very important in helping to deepen that trust and deepen that connection There are spells to create meaningful expressions of what you want to manifest. I love spell crafting for this reason because going back to physical actions and very creating um, momentum in physical ways, spells are great for this because even if it's just lighting a candle, that's a physical act that you've done. If it's casting your circle, calling in the corners, calling on your guides. Those are physical acts that you are doing to create a meaningful expression and to put a narrative to what you are trying to manifest. And I will speak more about uh, spells at the end, um, but this is a great way to kind of put rubber to the road, if you will, and to use physical actions in a spiritual way, again, merging liminal and physical in the here and now to the beyond in order to 
solidify what you are trying to manifest. Also, looking for the small signs of what is coming in. Sometimes what the universe gives back to us, it's small. It's not just this neon sign that comes in that says um, everything you've wanted, you received. Sometimes it comes in small, unexpected ways. When going back to that moment of showing up and being present, and this is why it's this it's this continuing cycle of the self because when we show up in our present, we're more able to receive and to see the ways that the signs are there that our manifestations are coming back in. Even if they're small, even if they are in your ego brain, you feel like that's just a coincidence, that's just circumstance. Even if that's the case, like who cares? It's there in front of you. And if it's there in front of you, that means something. Even if it's just right place, right time, I will take that. I mean, I will absolutely take that. I remember one of the last spells that I was doing, it was kind of this big spell that I was doing. It was a little bit more elaborate than some of the spells that I do. And I was doing it in my office, which is where all of my witchy altar, it's where everything is. And I have a window that looks out to my yard from my office. And I was really connecting into the house and into the universe and into this wild space that I'm really trying to cultivate both physically and spiritually. And I looked out the window and there was a deer not even 30 feet from being outside the window. That was all I needed in that moment. And even if it's just because the deer was there because there's a bird feeder there and he was eating the seeds, I don't care. I will take that as a small sign that what I'm putting out is coming back in in ways that they don't have to create any sort of other meaning other than that the universe sees you, other than those small things are, are a reminder of this collaborative ecosystem between you and the universe. So even if it's circumstance, even if it's here and now, I think that's something to really take into account and to have all of those little victories kind of keep chalking up because that also helps create that grounded foundation for deepening that trust. And then finally, learning to relinquish complete control, expectations, or guidelines. Going back to what I said about using words, actions, choices, and behaviors to create what you can and to make sure that when you send it out, you've done what you can. There's a point where it becomes almost like over-editing or micromanaging. So I think it's an I think it's important to know when you've done what you can and when you're using those actions or those those words or whatever it is that you're using when that's almost kind of um, a circling of the drain if you will where we've done what we can and now we need to send it out so learning to relinquish complete control expectations or guidelines knowing that the universe is not here to give us what we want it's not here to please us. It's not here to just simply make us feel good. It is here to support us. It's here to be an ally. We need allies and we need that support in the moments where things don't come back in or when we're in that void, if you will, of sending it out and there's no timeline that the universe exists on. <laughs> so we have kind of created these timelines as a human construct. When we expect things to come in at a certain timeline, that's a level of pushing and forcing 
these things to come back in. Patience is something that can be hard, but if we can be patient, sometimes when it comes back in, it may not always be what we wanted, but it is more than enough of what we needed to to be reminded that our manifestations are coming back in. Definitely patience and a level of surrender is very important. I found this article that I will have linked and one of the things that I loved that it said was it has some steps for um, the title of the article I should say is what it means to trust the universe and it has some steps in there and one of the steps was we have to let go of what is preventing us from stepping up. And it says when we're caught up in the I just got to trust the universe frame of mind, we can focus too much on the practice of letting go in the abstract. But actually trusting the universe isn't just about hoping to be saved. It's about practical. It's about being practical, about approaching our fears head on and learning what that specific limiting belief is we have that we need to let go of because too often we hang on to ways we can continue to hide, ways we can continue to avoid showing up. And it also said the best way to trust the universe is to learn to trust yourself rather than just indiscriminately repeating the mantra, let go, get curious about what specifically is preventing you from stepping up, and then let go of that specific thought, belief, assumption, or whatever it is. Know that the universe is loving you by serving you, even if that doesn't please you. Sometimes not getting what we want is even better love it all comes back to love in the fiercest way possible there's this balance between letting go and surrender and also stepping out stepping away and acting like we a don't have any part in it or b we don't believe that we're worth it so that leads me into one of the next things that i want to talk about at in relation to trusting the universe and entrusting yourself is we need to have this level of belief. We need to have this level of belief in ourselves. We need to believe that we are worth a beautiful, abundant, and prosperous life. We need to believe in our wild spirits and in our sovereign, imperfectly perfect and evolving spirits that even when we don't get what we want, we will find a way to support, to continue, and to keep going through the process. We need to believe that our gifts and our capabilities are more than enough to give to the universe, to manifest everything that we're calling in. And we need to believe that our connection to the universe is a birthright. It is absolutely a birthright. It is absolutely something that each of us is given. And by choosing to act on it and by choosing to show up and take accountability, that is where we really see the people or we really see those connections form. When we claim that birthright, we own that birthright, and then we don't just sit on that, rest on that, and expect anything, but we take that and we make it something of value, not only for us, but also of something of value in connection to the bigger picture. When we're talking about being in connection to the universe and having the universe be a supportive ally, it's also very imperative, I think, in deepening that trust in the self is seeing how we can be a supportive ally to the universe. When we create this tandem experience or this tandem connection of mutual support and of mutual love, 
that is where a lot of the magic really happens is when we surrender our egos into this level of service, when we surrender some of our wants into this level of or into this space of being an ally for the universe because the universe needs us just as much as we need the universe. So if you are struggling to trust that the universe will bring back to you everything that you are calling in in a way that is of service, first show up and be present for that. Show up and be present for yourself and start the process of trusting yourself to do the work and trusting yourself to move through that presence in a way that honors and aligns you back to yourself in the most intimate of ways. Use the steps that I mentioned before of using words, actions, choices, and behaviors to create what you can so you know that you send that when you send it out, you have done everything that you can do. Be mindful of energetic energetic investments, creating and finding spaces of joy and blessings in the here and now. Use rituals and self-care to align you back to yourself, both physically and spiritually. Find alone time in a way that allows you to just simply be your sovereign self. Use any spells if applicable or if you do any sort of spell crafting to create meaningful narratives of what you are trying to manifest and call in. Look for the small signs of what is coming in by showing up and continuing to use that presence to receive and to be guided in ways both big and small. And learn to be patient, relinquish timelines, complete control, expectations, or guidelines. This may sound very simple, and I can assure you that it is a process. You're going to find things that work, things that don't. And at the end of the day, be curious and approach things with a level of love for yourself and for the universe. That's the best advice that I can give. And I hope that that is helpful to you in some way. Now, if you are into spellcrafting, I mentioned in the middle of the month, I think, that I wrote a spell for my patrons at the $5 tier and up. And now my Patreon benefits have changed a little bit where there's going to be access to my complete grimoire, which is my complete spell book. Now, I'm working to go back through old spells and to put them... Uh, that is both physically pleasing and spiritually pleasing. So I'm having to kind of go back in and just rewrite some things, tweak some things. So if you would like access to my spells and what is within the intimate pages of my grimoire, you can do that by becoming a patron. And I did put a spell up, as I said, for trusting the universe, but I'm going to make a new one. Because one of the best things about spells is that there's so many different spells to accomplish the same task. So if the spell that I put up uh, initially on Patreon wasn't something that you felt would be of help to you, I'm going to have another one up. So if you want access to my spells, I am working to put those up in a way that is of service to you. And that is it today. Thank you so much, dear listener. I hope that this again has been helpful and taking these conceptual theoretical or abstract ideas and creating actionable physical and spiritual ways to meet the universe to meet yourself and to start to create a grounded wild foundation for everything that you do because you deserve abundance prosperity blessings and joy and peace so 
Thank you for listening. I want to thank my Wraiths patrons, Lisa Zimmerman, Bobby McDermott, Deb Guy, and Zach Tate. Thank you, as always, for your support in TN Tombstones. It means the absolute world to me. And I will connect with you next time, dear listener, when we go back into the monthly cards for April. So until then, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening and for letting me into your day. If you liked this podcast and you enjoy the content of Tea and Tombstones, please like the show, rate it on iTunes, continue to listen to past and future episodes, and share with someone who would enjoy these fierce discussions. These are the best ways to show your support and it is greatly appreciated. If you would like to work with me in services of tarot guidance and spiritual allyship, please click the link in the show notes to be directed to my store and services page. Consider becoming a patron so you get an extra card every month, resources for the affirmation, and physical products that coincide with that third monthly card. Finally, come find me and say hi on Instagram. Keep howling, my wild one.